because predicting the future is incredibly hard. Uh, and I think I do a a as less a, least horrible a method as anyone else is doing. I guess is the best way to put it. Awesome. Do you do you have like a Mark Zuckerberg story where you just stole the whole idea off your roommates? Well, one of the uh, one of the, the the amusing things is people will sometimes get angry at me for not quoting where I get Zips projections from and from who I get Zips projections from. And it's been kind of a theme for the last 10 years. It means I've either done really good PR with getting the Zips projection name out there or a very poor job getting my actual name as the person who does the Zips projections out there. Uh, so a lot of times I'll play along and saying like, like you can trust me, I have an inside, I have an inside source on on the zips projection, so I get them before almost anybody, uh, and I play along, and people don't like being played along with, uh, but that's that's the kind of thing because I'm not I'm not a, I'm not as super nice a person as I could be, I guess, uh, but there's I didn't take it from anyone. I I mean I have a joke that there's a the zips creator lives kind of in my backyard and like an oubliette underneath the shed. Uh, and he has to produce projections to get his his mineral yeast. Uh, it's like a troll. Yeah, there's there's now probable cause for a search warrant. <laughs> well, that uh that explained it well. <laughs> um, I am curious on one thing, and this is just maybe like your your take. So we can one more hitter, and then we can move on to pitchers. But uh. Zips does not like a one 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 player that the Pirates and all of us fans are pretty excited about and looking forward to next year is Rodolfo Castro, and Zips did not like him too much. Um, so I guess like any insight as to why that's the case? Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm opening his prediction right now so I can give you a better. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I, I think what gets me. I was going to ask that too. Is his and Diego Castillo are like identical? Uh, I I think part of it is if you look at his uh, minor league uh, offensive line on the surface, it looks pretty solid. Uh, but one of the things that people kind of forget about the 2022 season is that offense exploded in the minors, like ridiculously so. I mean. The International League, there were five runs a game, which is unusually high for the International League. The Pacific Coast League, I think, had the highest scoring Pacific Coast League season since uh, the mid-80s. And this is, and back then in the mid-80s, that was before they added all those American Association teams that aren't on the Pacific Coast that don't have crazy offensive parks. Mm -hmm. uh, offense was big in uh, the minors this year. And uh, the translations as such are a little stiffer than people might like. Uh, generally speaking, the last two years, the, the lines that Zips translates for Rodolfo Castro, a combination of, of his major league and minor league performance, uh, for 2022, it's 230, 299, 404. And for 2021, it's 206, 254, 363. Uh, so Zips is giving him closer to his 2022 performance than past performance. Uh, but it's still it's still on the fence with him, so to speak. Uh, Zips does have him uh, around a 740 OPS. When we talked 2026 to 2028. So there is projected growth there. Uh, it does have him peaking as about an OPS plus around 100. Uh, 
between 98 and 101 in like five different seasons. Uh, so th- there's there's some upside there. Zips just isn't really sure it's going to be right now. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, that was that was. Yeah, no, Jim, that was the that one was a curious one there. Yeah. Like I said, him and Castillo are like almost identical. They had very different years last year. It also so cool, might cool. be a little bit expected if you look at his expected numbers on Fangraphs, which are probably in more in line with what Zips is uh, projecting him to be. Uh, always a good thing to do is if something looks odd, check and see if Steamer has the same odd thing. Uh, if Steamer doesn't, then it might be a Zips thing. If Steamer does have the same thing, then there might be something there that Jared Cross is doing similar to, to Zips. Yeah, yeah Steamer's got him at like a 101 weighted runs created plus. Okay, so, so Steamer does like him better then. Ooh. Yeah. See, Steamer's better than Zips. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I mean, if you look at his expected Woba, though, he's at 280, which is probably more in line with Dan's projection because we know Dan comes up with the projection. <laughs> right. Dan's yeah, there's, there's, there's always some disagreement among park effects. That's one reason I still use OPS plus because uh, the Fangraphs guys. David doesn't doesn't decide on like what park factors to use until like the season starts. Uh, I kind of had to do it now, and then there's always kind of a, a difference in opinion mm. of them. So OPS plus since Fangraphs doesn't calculate it, it just makes more sense to do that uh, because then you can just kind of dismiss any difference. Like, oh, it's just a different number. Don't 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 worry about it. I did want to bring up one more here though, and the only reason too is just because when this is out, um. The Rule 5 draft will have taken place. And I know a lot of Pirates fans were talking about this guy. We kind of dismissed him. was okay with it. So your projections on Matt Gorski, let's put it that way, because he had a huge year in the minors, right? But your projections have as a 211 hitter, 267 on base, a 70 OPS plus. Um, so what do you think translates to, again, like his big minor league numbers and then his poor projections this year? Well, I think the problem is, I mean, he did this at a fairly low level for a player his age. He was too young, really, to be playing in the Sally League and really, honestly, the Eastern League. Uh, and he's for a team that needs talent desperately. I could see why you want to roll the dice with him. Uh, but being that low at that age and in this league with the offense going through the roof, uh, you can, you can see I'm actually going to pull up his translation as we talk here to see what Zips translate his combined line at. Uh, but I, 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 I don't think he's ready to hit in the majors right now. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if he's taken. Uh, Zips actually gives him a pretty solid, a better translation than I expected. Uh, 244, 301, 462, which is way better than his uh, performance. But that's because his 2001 translates at 186. 237-281. Yeah, he was one of those guys where, like, he 2019 wasn't great, 2020 COVID year, 2021 not good. And then, like you mentioned, the age, you know, age 24 season, then yeah. he, like, really tore up high A, tore up double A, uh, you know, only played one game in triple A. But, yeah, I mean, high A at age 24 coming from a D1, you know, big time pro college program like it, it's yeah it's it's not yeah. it's not a really aus- auspicious sign yeah. um the, the covid year i think was i mean nobody had a good time in the covid year uh but i think from a baseball standpoint i think it was especially tough on kind of these fringy minor league guys uh 
who lost a year of development, lost the time to lost a year of time to show their organization that they're wrong about them. Uh, and I think uh, that that hurts a player like Matt Gorski and and it hurts a player like Kevin Padlow. <laughs> Oh, damn, Kevin Padlow. See, he's either going to hit 400 in the minors this year or he's going to go to Japan and hit, like, 150. <laughs> All right. Any other All hitters, right. guys? Any other hitters? I'm, I'm good. Not really. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Look at, look at Fangraph's article if you want to get any more information, yeah. people. Um, so moving to the pitchers, I, I would, I will say this on the pitching staff, like, and it was, I feel like Zips was the same way last year. This, the starting staff in particular, like it's just full of a bunch of guys, okay guys, just, like, just the guys, yeah, just dudes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they don't suck. Like Mitch Keller doesn't suck. Mitch Keller is actually, I think pretty decent. Like, probably a solid number four starter. Maybe I think Rowan Z Contreras has some, some upside and he's still really young and zips likes him for, you know, his first full season in the majors brew Baker's fine. Um, and then like, you know, you got a bunch of other guys, you know, battling out for that, that last you know, four or five spot in the rotation, but like no one's terrible. Um, except for Bryce Wilson, I think. Um, he's not, but, though. That that's my yeah, gripe here. Is, Zip's, Zip's He's got like the Padlow effect. How come Bryce so Wilson's? Yeah, Bryce Wilson's. Right, okay. <laughs> Bryce Wilson's easier to yeah. explain simply because some of these guys that have decent control will kind of be a competent Oakland A's fourth starter for a few years. Yeah, I get that. He did really, really tighten up the control towards the second half of last year. Um, and then uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what Burroughs can do. Priester, obviously. I think both of them make their debuts this year. But uh, I guess, I mean, let's start with who they like the best, which is Contreras. And I'm pretty sure that's who Zips liked the best last year, going yep. into last year, too. I mean, on a plus um, side, Zips actually projects a lot more one-win players on the pitching staff than last year. Last year, it only projected, I think, four guys to eclipse one win, uh, organizationally speaking. And I think it was like an eight this year, which is which is more and an improvement. Uh, nine, it looks like, uh, although not all of them are in the organization anymore, I don't think. Ten. Uh, but they're ten, okay. Ten. But I, but it doesn't see like huge short-term upsides for the for most of these pictures, except maybe Rosie Contreras, because that one point seven WAR is only at one hundred twenty-two projected innings. Uh, mm -hmm. That's 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 a solid projection. That's a good two-three starter. Uh, that's as good. I mean. That's like the if he pitched 180 innings, he would have an average Jack Morris season, who was a Hall of Famer for some reason. Uh, <laughs> but we won't get off. We won't get on that in a on a Pirates podcast. But yeah, there are guys. So Rosie who, Contreras is also a Hall of Famer. Is what you're it, also saying on the show? This let's year. just say yes, and just hope no one remembers this exact episode in in 25 <laughs> <Okay>. years. <laughs> that works. <laughs> but there are a lot of guys there that more than last year, I think. That are projected to be acceptable, but not and not great, not horrific. I mean, they'll they'll the games will end because you need to have a picture to get three outs so that games will end because if you don't not always then everything will go on forever. 
That's what we keep Josh Van Meter around for. <laughs> they, they have enough guys to get 27 outs. Uh, I mean, one, one of the jokes I had was that uh, that the the fifth starter for the Pirates is better than the fifth starter right now in a few projected playoff teams simply because they don't have that depth. The Pirates have a bunch of guys, and they have a lot of depth in just the guys. They're like uh, like a mid-tier cable show, daytime television, uh, that they couldn't afford the, the syndicated rights for, like, you know, a popular TV show. So they have like reruns of like just shoot me or something like <laughs> second and third tier sitcoms that you wouldn't watch on purpose. But I mean, if they came on, you wouldn't desperately try to find your remote. You'll be like, okay, it's just background noise. Yeah, I'm not sure. Honestly, just shoot me ever. You know, no, I'm the 2022 pirates, the 2023 pirates slogan should just be. Yes, that's what I was getting at. The 2023 Pittsburgh Pirates just shoot me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I would I would never care to turn on wings, but I would never bother to turn off wings. And that's what the Pirates pitching staff is like. There's nothing aggressively offensive. (laughs) I'm hoping I'm hoping the team's not aggressively offensive. It's Applebee's. Which hopefully isn't one of your promote isn't one of your advertisers. Mm. <laughs> like you know, you can go into town, you can get an Applebee's, and they won't poison you. Uh, but you're not going to write home. You're not going to take Instagram photos. Like, look at this. I was at the bees. Uh, no no right. one's going to do that ever. But on the bright side, they have one dollar drinks that one time. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe Renta Contreras is the one dollar drink. Maybe you know. There you go. Got a little two for twenty action. Maybe Johan Oviedo is the kind of like the the three the three courses for twenty dollars special. Who knows? It'll be edible. Yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, that. would you rather yeah. have? Would you rather have yeah. chilies? Absolutely. But I'll deal with Applebee's. Yeah, it's 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 fine. That I mean, they can steal that. Like that's that's the bargain. That's like the whole. Oh, the Pirates aren't going to be as bad as the Reds. You know, it's uh... yeah. The Reds are are skyline chili. <laughs> Oh God! Uh, so like, like you might actually be poisoned there because you're eating the chili. So that's kind of a we'll keep that comparison going. But uh, they're Applebee's. I and anyone who's from Applebee's PR and is listening, you can totally steal my idea for a logo. Applebee's. We probably won't poison you. <laughs> Good enough for me. Yeah, that Applebee's. works. Applebee's just shoot me. <laughs> <laughs> Tie it all together. What were we talking about? So pitchers. pitchers. <laughs> so, I, I guess just just to get to the person, I mean Mitch Keller also. I mean, that was like last year the saving grace for, for Pirates fans, especially the rotation. Like Mitch Keller actually was good and we've talked well, about someone the doesn't as think, well, right someone clearly doesn't think that mitch keller was good i heard that there is a dog who's very upset about yeah, that like, look, she I'm, is not like mitch keller i'm a good boy but i'm not that good i don't want to talk about mitch keller yeah so you sorry not you but zips does have him at a 4.06 fip um but i think it was like a four point yeah, four point three seven ERA. Um, so I mean, again, like not terrible, but not what last year like presented, especially when they like introduced that two seamer and such. But he also is one we talked about, like talking about the shift, right? 
we could see him being a byproduct of the shift now being eliminated and maybe his ERA goes up and such. So uh, I don't know, maybe talk to us a little bit about Mitch Keller. Uh, well, well, there's a few reasons why Zips is a little suspicious of Mitch Keller. Uh, one of them is that his like first pitch strikeout and contact rates didn't really improve as much as they should have given some of the bump in stats. And Zip still doesn't understand why he doesn't strike out more guys. There's a little bit of kind of Nate Valdi about him in that way, where Zip sees the velocity, sees some of the stuff, and and says like, well, why isn't he striking out dudes? Uh, at least you know compared to his stuff. I mean, he's not throwing Kyle Hendricks uh, fastballs up there. Uh, so Zips is going to take a a kind of a a suspicious view of him. It still has him. I mean, I think after a couple years ago, people would happily take that projection uh, before some of the improvements in, in 2022. Uh, but I I think I'd probably take a happier view of Keller than Zips in this case if, if forced to choose. But I don't think it's necessarily an aggressively wrong projection. Cool, First cool, of cool. all, I, I mean, I think I would, I would take that right now. Yeah, I mean it's a fine projection. It's 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 yeah. it's again it's it's Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> so does it go into anything about a ground ball rate with Mitch Keller? Do we see a spike there, or does it not go that deep? It does, but I just don't print that. Let me let me open that up and see what it had for him. I can. I'm just curious if it really. Yeah, it, it, the, it the, does. The it does look at and... Yeah, it has a. Uh, not so much a pitch change in season, but it does have a measure for things like uh, batting average and balls in play, which is more sophisticated than like, just everybody has league average. Uh, I'm just opening up pitch Mitch Keller. So what you're saying is Mitch Keller found a way to beat Zips by implementing a sinker midway through the season. It It, it is possible because there's there's some little, you know, there's some, some subtleties that a projection system is going to take a while to pick on, pick up on. So Mitch uh, Keller is also a Hall of Famer. The the problem is he's seeing what's happened to Brian Reynolds right now and realizes he's not going to be able to capitalize on it because they're not going to pay him. <laughs> oh, and and, and Nate Valdi is actually in um, his comp list. I did not realize that. There's actually a surprising <laughs> number of of players of that type who figured it out for a while because uh, Valdi's there. Michael Walker's on the list down. Mike Moore, Ivan Nova, Marcus Stroman, Mike Pelfrey kind of had a year or two where he didn't suck. Homer Bailey, LeVon Hernandez, uh, Shelby Miller. I mean, maybe you can trade him <laughs> for Dansby Swanson. <laughs> Dansby uh, Swanson. That's, uh, there you go. Jason Schmidt and Kevin Gosman are on the comp list. Jason Schmidt. Uh, I don't know if that uh, – Jacob DeGrom's on the comp list. Now, of course, that's Jacob DeGrom before he was Jacob DeGrom, so don't get too excited. Nope. Uh, nope. But Keller has a lot of – let's just say he has a lot of good pictures on his comp list. Uh, so it definitely does see that there's some potential for upside there. You guys all heard him say that he's Jacob Degrom, right? Yes. Okay. But but I'm gonna old edit Jacob the last Degrom. part out. Not Jacob Degrom in all capital letters. He is older. He's like 34 now. Yeah, that Jacob Degrom. Yeah. Yeah, but the, yeah. the younger Jacob Degrom. I'm gonna keep saying no, young no, Jacob Degrom. At all. No. No, Jacob DeGrom. Young Jacob DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom was like young a 27-year-old rookie. So. Really young Jacob DeGrom. Jake, is... Jake DeGrom. <laughs> Jakey. Jackie. Jackie DeGroom. 
<laughs> so the Jacob DeGrom that had like a 269 ERA in his rookie year. Perfect. Love it. Good projection. I mean, it, it could happen. Uh, Good projection. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm slowly opening up uh, something locked up here. I'm, don't auto save. I mean, his 90%, he does have, you know, a 5% projection of an ERA under three. So if if Good I chance. told you that he had a one in 20 <laughs> chance of being a young Jacob DeGrom, would you be too upset about that? I don't think so. No, I mean, you said oh, yeah. like a 99%. We'll take chance. that. We'll take that. Yeah, don't be greedy. Greedy gets you in trouble. Listen, I'm going I'm going well above Applebee's right now. We're going to Olive Garden. <laughs> Is that way <laughs> above Applebee's? I'm yeah. getting the unlimited <laughs> breadsticks and salad, baby. I mean, let's put it this way. Zips gives the girl oh, I'm not the girl, God. Uh, <laughs> Zips give, gives Keller an 89% chance of being above replacement level which is a lot okay. compared to how it seemed at times a few years ago. So you're also saying he has an 89% chance of being Jacob DeGrom because he Jacob DeGrom is above replacement level. What if I say yes, then Jacob DeGrom is injured all year, and then you've oh. injured Mitch Keller as a result? Silence, Tyler. I don't. You know what? You liked Kevin Padlow. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Hey, Zip's like Kevin Padlow. I just like the money that Kevin Padler's agent gave me. God. For what it's worth, Mitch Keller and Jacob DeGrom, almost identical wars last season. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, 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 uh, the, the innings were a little different. And yeah, we won't mention that part. Mm-mm. Nope. I, I, I love being mean things with war. I love to point out to Rockies fans that, that Ian Desmond's last two seasons in Colorado were by far his best in Colorado. As he as he improved to zero wins, man. You know it's funny. I, I remember that. I remember you tearing up that whole entire deal too. But because of course we know how much you love the Rockies. But yeah, that was just a disaster. Yeah, that didn't turn out too well for him. <laughs> no, and it, 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 it never was going to. I don't think anyone actually liked that outside of Denver, or thought it was a good idea. But that, of course, is the story of the Rockies. See. If you ever feel bad about the Pirates, you can always make fun of the Rockies. There you go, Pittsburgh fans. There's a there's another picture I do want to talk and mention of because this one is like super, super, super intriguing. And like he just shot up prospect rankings now, made his debut last year. And everyone in Pittsburgh who probably never heard of him in their lifetime was like, oh my God, this kid's talented. And that's Luis Ortiz. And I think a lot of people have some high hopes for him. But he does have here a 4.69 ERA. Um, it, it, you know, it'll be his rookie season, but 111 innings, 100 strikeouts. So I don't know. Give us, give us Zips info on Luis Ortiz. Uh, well, let me let me just open him up. That's, that sounds like a like a like a weird kind of surgery thing. Uh, the thing about Luis Ortiz is he doesn't really have a lot of high minors experience, uh, and a picture like that is always going to be risky. Uh, he, he did pitch in double A and he pitched decently well in, in double A uh, Zips would have liked to see, you know, a couple more strikeouts like he had down in a ball in, in 2021. Uh, but I mean, he's another guy who missed a crucial development season in 2020. Uh, and I, I, I think that if he had kind of another minor league season of that value, but 
at AAA, I think his projection would be considerably better. Uh, Steamer does like him better than Zips. So you can take Team Steamer there. But I should also note that Steamer has Brian Reynolds at 40 points of OPS below Zips. So if you take the good, you have to take the bad. And, and then you had the facts of life. The facts of life. <laughs> you love daytime sitcoms, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very clearly a Gen Xer. I don't even know if I like things anymore. I, I'm do I, like, do I like things on the level or ironically? I, I never know. <laughs> I think the yeah. biggest thing that stands out to to me on the Ortiz projections are the strikeouts being less, like quite a bit less than what we saw last year. Uh, Steamer actually has a pretty good drop off too. They have him dropping yeah. off to eight yeah, strikeouts does. per game. Uh, let me see where. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to find my my laptop plug while I'm doing this. It came unplugged, and I can't find the other end because a cat pulled it away. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. Zips actually has their rates as really close. 8.08 strikeouts for Zips, 8.10 for Steamer, 348. The only difference is it actually seems to be a few more home runs for Ortiz yeah. uh, in, in Zips than in Steamer. Uh, both both are equally optimistic about his uh, walk rate being better than it was in his few starts in the majors last year. It is a pretty good, strong projection, though, for him. I mean, yeah, based off of only having 16 innings pitched in the majors, yeah, it's basically it's, no AAA time. Yeah, it's 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 not what I would call a negative projection by anything. It's just not it's not super excited. It's not like you know some other players like a lot of Diamondbacks pitchers this year. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying yeah, to find like, like his 80th percentile. <clears throat> so the Pirates did sign two relievers today. Um, I guess, I mean, Velasquez, would he show up on the White Sox list? Uh, yeah, he should. So, Let me wait. Just curious um, here. Who did he? Um, hold on one sec. I yep, could he's there. pull up his projection. Ooh, not good. No, uh, <laughs> it, it isn't good because he was he has exactly. not been good. He was interesting like in 2016, and he hasn't really been since. Mm. Uh, there's been a lot of walks and a lot of sadness and a lot of home runs. Now I'm curious because Velasquez, his splits, starter to reliever, are also pretty substantial. Just looking at that last year. I could actually Shoot. project him as a reliever only. Yeah. What does uh, that look like? That would be good. Let's see. Right now, just overall, 5-2-0 earned run average. Not great. That does account for 14 starts, though. Yeah. Now, granted. Uh, Sorry, I'm just... Filibustering because it takes Zips about a minute to calculate things. Yeah, you're good. No, 81 innings, but 81 strikeouts, 33 walks. Not terrible, but also 16 home runs. That's terrible. Uh, in in oh, scroll lock. Uh, in Pittsburgh, that's uh, overall before I find relief only. 
Uh, it's an ERA of five, 13 home runs, 34 walks, 80 strikeouts, uh, 0.3 war, 80, ERA plus of 83. Uh, as a reliever, it has him with a 4.30 ERA uh, with 59 strikeouts and 46 innings, but seven home runs. Uh, so it's he's mildly huh. interesting as a reliever. I mean, Applebee's. it's kind of a yeah. He's <laughs> let's, let's yeah. be honest. The, the Pirates aren't going to have a lot of championship relevant wins to hold in late innings this year. So if you can turn uh, a an, a guy who has been interesting at times as as a starting pitcher, he was a good prospect. There were a lot of reasons to like him. He, he does have, you know, a he doesn't throw as hard as he used to, but he does have a, a decent arm and some interesting pitches. Uh, he's he's play around with all sorts of stuff. Maybe you do catch lightning in a bottle and he's really, really good in, in relief. And then you trade him away to someone who wants to overpay a closer uh, in July. I think that there's more of a chance that you could turn Vince Velasquez into something interesting than Carlos Santana at this point. Uh, I guess that's a little shot fired, but. I mean, I think that's fair. No, I do. I mean, he's not good, but there's at least you can see kind of you can squint and see a scenario in which it pays off. We all know they're going to put him in the rotation, right? Yeah, then that, that's that's what will happen in the end. I'm sure. <laughs> I don't know. They, like like we've been talking, like they've got a pretty good amount of Applebee's caliber starting pitching depth. So I, I feel like. Like Velasquez, maybe some spot starts here and there, but I think, I think he's going to be but in the bullpen. A lot of that Applebee's is still going to be in the back cooking. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's it's not ready to be called out yet. <laughs> it's not happy hour yet. No. There's going to be somebody there's who the, listens. There's no half this, off apps who like loves Applebee's and they're going to get real mad. <laughs> like it's gonna be like even more reason like their, their favorite speed. their favorite restaurant is Applebee's. I'm a manager till- of Applebee's, and all of you are sued right now. <laughs> we gotta wait till the two for twenty comes out. We can't pay full price. Two for twenty in this economy. I know, Half right? off apps. But like that's this is the thing that stands out. I know, like last year we talked how just like terrible it was, but like that's why it's. I feel kind of depressed right now is just because it is like everything, like every pitch you look at, it's like, there's nothing, nothing interesting here. Nothing interesting here. I mean, now it's, it's at least better than last year. At least it's safe. At least these are major league players that we're at, you know, but man, I mean, the pirates are a team. Let's be honest. They're not going to spend a lot of money. They lost a hundred games in 2022 and they didn't like add like a slew of prospects mid season or anything. Uh, they didn't add, you know, like Noel V. Marte and of the Reds or anyone like that. So there are going to be, there's going to be some sadness when we, when we talk about them. And I think relative to what they look like in 2022 at times that I, I don't think our sadness has really been that, that, you know, effusive everywhere. Uh, I, I think that there are some things to like and, just there are a lot of things to not like, and I think it's not going to change uh, for at least a few years, and then possibly an ownership change. Uh, it'd be nice if you know someone would swoop in and buy the team off Bobby Nutting, uh, but you know, we, I have little control over that or any of this, to be honest. Yeah, no, you control Zips. 
there's like an agent or two who I know doesn't like me because they think that it's part of my that teams being very efficient with their money for older players. They kind of think that's me and Nate Silver's fault. Uh, it's like that we we ruined free agency. I'm like, no, no. they would have figured all this out anyway. People weren't going to pay Jeffrey Hammonds forever anymore. Ian you were getting one PR deals. Ian Desmond there. The Rockies are like one of the few places left that does that kind of thing. I have uh, I have another picture just to kind of bring up real quick. Just kind of curious though. Um, so Tyler Beatty is at a 5.35 ERA. Now it's not so much that I'm like surprised at that by any means, right? But I'm curious in your list of players. Is Clay Holmes a comp for Tyler Beatty? This is an inside joke, by the way, Dan. <laughs> Damn, I don't know the inside joke. That's, that's always hard. But I can't <laughs> but, but, that. You know, I'm kind of curious, though, too. Maybe, you know. It's... <laughs> no, I mean, I, I tend to do uh, inside jokes uh, without people. Uh, like uh, Chris Truby heard that we were calling him a Satanist and was a little annoyed by that. Uh, was, <laughs> I mean, I old time internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, you see, uh, what happened was this was like on old school internet when we're talking like the 90s. And people, and that was when writers complained a lot about Albert Bell and it seemed to include him like in everything. Is anytime someone did something bad, Albert Bell was used as a comparison, even if Albert Bell uh, did nothing to do, had anything to do with it. Uh, so a writer for Roller Sto- Rolling Stone, uh, an editor named TJ, uh, Tom Naraki, he made a joke that said, if Chris Truby was found to have committed satanic dismemberment as his ho- at his house, and old writers would be saying, I hate players today like Chris Truby and Albert Bell with their satanic dismemberment. So the joke became after that for years that Chris Truby was a Satanist. Uh, and it eventually got back to him, and he didn't know why. <laughs> That's happened before. Uh, the other time that's happened was Felix Heredia, uh, kind of, you know, just just the kind of a generic uh, left-handed picture. Uh, uh, someone on the internet coined him the run fairy uh, because he'd come into our game and they'd score runs. Uh, and he took, he heard about it and took the run fairy as having a very different connotation that he did not appreciate. Uh, so, so inside jokes are, are fun, but they sometimes confusing. So I, uh, so I'm not really sure about the Clay Holmes comparison. Uh, so someone will okay. have to explain that to me. Um, I'm well, blocked Jim's... by Tyler Beatty's father on Twitter <laughs> because I got in an argument with him saying that his son was pitching fine, but he's not as good as Clay Holmes. And he, he went on for a long time about how I don't know ball and all this other stuff and yeah clay home is a lot better than <laughs> we had, don't uh, tell don't tell mr bd that we uh on, on usenet we used to have uh, uh dante bachette's dad uh maurice come in and yell at us all the time uh because nobody had anything nice to say about dante bachette uh as as a player i mean no one knew him personally and uh, Grant Brisby, uh, now at The Athletic, uh, he made a joke, this was like 1999, that when Tracy Ringlesby talked about Dante Bichette, he always used words that you could replace RBIs with pancakes, and it would sound the same, because 
Ringlesby would talk about how Dante Bichette smells the RBIs and he he flips some batters into the plate and like and Grant Frisbee was like you can replace all these words with pancakes so it actually became <laughs> the internet at the time which was mostly on Usenet uh, was making lots of jokes about Dante Bichette and pancakes and eating and Maurice Bichette just got so angry at us for making fun of his son he's like my son does not like pancakes that much uh, <laughs> I just I mean, wanted to throw this part out here because they're talking about nicknames and the shout out to Pittsburgh Clothing Company for tweeting this out and seeing it. But recently signed Pirate, right? Yarlan Garcia. His nickname actually is the elephant. And I guess the backstory to this is he just likes elephants. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are worse. There are worse. Uh, there are worse nicknames uh, because there's a, there's a tendency that a lot of player nicknames these days are just the player's name and E at the end. Like, Mike, he's Mikey. And, right. you know, that was one thing they had better in the old days. They did have better nicknames, both yes. good nicknames and, and mean nicknames. Like, like old Hugh losing picture Mulcahy. <laughs> really, all the Pirates' well, nicknames about, are just shortening their names. What about Team. Arson Judge? Arson Judge. Arson Judge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that one uh, because it gave me an excuse to – to play with the photo AI, which I, the art AI, which I've been oh, doing God. a lot of recently because it amuses me when there's no baseball. Yeah. Well, moving on from Tyler B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Clay Holmes is better if you're reading this or listening to it. I guess he wouldn't read audio. Oh, you're, Never saying, know, you're saying Walter Beatty can't yeah. read. Wow. <laughs> any, any other pictures you guys like really want to talk about? Yeah, why does Zips hate Colin Holderman? I don't know. Let's 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 find out. Why do you hate Colin Holderman? Well, because Holderman sounds like the dean of a nineteen eighties <laughs> like college movie. He really like, does, like, like Dean Holderman. Holderman. Yeah, Dean Holderman. Yeah. You you kids in Tau Beta Phi better not have a kegger, or there's going to be expulsions. Up yours, Dean Holderman. <laughs> <laughs> Mitch Hanniger uh, just signed with the Giants. Oh, that's Ooh. interesting. Whoa. whoa. Really years, 43 Aaron Judge fallout? Really, in this case, uh, Zips, it isn't so much that Zips doesn't like Holderman. It's just that Zips doesn't like any of Holderman's numbers before 2022. So okay. it, 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 it's just kind of unsure if, if he's improved by that much. As early. Man. The Giants are busy. I mean, if they get Hanniger and Arson Judge. Yeah. Hanniger and Arson. Uh oh. That's two outfitters off the market. <clears throat> Brian Reynolds. Hey, there's still plenty of teams that should be going in on Brian Reynolds just to get us way back to the start of the podcast a very long time ago. <laughs> right. And but honestly, like you just look at this team, it, it's nothing but. Everyone has like a four four year eight or a four seven. That's basically it. Yeah, I mean it's a seventy win team, but they won mm. sixty two last year, so it's fine, sort of. All but at least hey, from... it's a seventy win team. Hey, yeah. and that Congress. all comes from Carlos Santana. Yeah. Now, if they really want to, if they really want business, I mean, you want 73, 74 wins, you got to start looking at Kevin Padlow. But uh, seventy is still pretty good. I wanted to ask something else too. 
and and only because I, I think most people know it by now also because it's been about a week since this came out. But uh, a lot of people were very confused on this second baseman you have for the Pirates. Um, not sure he's been DFA'd yet or not, but can you explain who the second baseman for the Pittsburgh Pirates is on your depth chart? I'm not I'm not sure I understand. He's it's it's just the uh the our depth chart combination of Castro, Castillo, and Bay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Everyone was like, who is this guy? <laughs> and 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 Marcano. Yeah. He caused of... all kinds of confusion because everyone was like, Who is the second baseman? <laughs> and why yeah, does I... he suck? Yeah, when we have uh like three or four guys and I need to fit that on the little depth chart rather than make a really small font. I'll just combine them into a weird, uh, uh, chimer, uh, chimer, uh, of a name. Uh, I thought it was easy to figure out though, because you see Bay right next to him at short and it starts with Bay at second. So I, I thought that that would be the, the, the trick, but I guess, now, I know. mean, I of course picked it up now, Where's of course, when, when people ask about it or these kinds of things, I never give like a straight helpful answer. No, not you. No. I mean, there was a, there was a, uh, some years ago, I, uh, someone just kept trying to explain to me who the good Alex Gonzalez is because they said, why do you call one Seabass and one Alex? Like, well, so you don't have to tell them apart. He's like, just say the good one. Like, I don't know who the good one is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, you can figure it out with context that I don't know. It it seemed obvious to me. I I do this a lot. There was I did that with the A's a few years ago with Pinder and a bunch of other dudes, and people got confused. But eh, I rather people get confused at me. It, it 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 when they're when someone's confused with me, that's time that they're not angry with me. Plenty of time for that. Kevin Padlow lover. You know, I'm going to find his dad and have him call you guys up. Organically, <laughs> he's going to find Jim Mr. Padlow. This is Patty Padlow. I'm, I am angry. I don't know how, like, what makes Jim the magnet, but I swear every That's father true. on Pirates Twitter is like attacked Jim at one point or another. See, that's I've be- gotten I've gotten tweeted at by yeah keep right so Charlie Hayes has said has said some stuff to me, which is weird because like I love Key Brian, but yeah I yeah I, I I don't I don't understand that because having a parent do that is embarrassing when you're six. <laughs> I mean if 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 my mom did something like that for me when I was six, I would have been absolutely furious as a six year old. I can't imagine. I I yeah I. If if she, I mean, she wants to be uh, buried, but I told her once because I was, she doesn't like how I'll sometimes save like the meanest like hate filled tweets and I'll read them to her, uh, targeting me. I'm like, if she if she went on to Twitter and white knighted me, I told her, well, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have you cremated then, or I'm gonna put you in the worst possible nursing home I can find because do not do that ever. Like, what if someone is mean to you? Like, yeah, a lot of people are mean to me. It's okay. Now, the, come on, man. It's her house, her rules. If you're going to live in it in her basement, you better <laughs> hey. abide by what she says. <laughs> I take it you haven't came across Brian's brother, then. No, he has not emailed me. I don't, I don't usually get a lot of hate directly from players or teams. Uh, uh, Brian's brother would hate you. 
Yeah, Probably. Brian's brother is uh, he's a character. So I think he's on his third Twitter account now. So. Yeah, he keeps getting suspended. <laughs> that kind of gives you a little insight. But no, I, I think mean, Mitch Keller's dad has said something to me over the past year. But some dads like me. Like Nick Gonzalez's dad loves me. Matt Frazier's dad likes you, doesn't he? Matt Frazier's dad likes me. Mm. Yeah. Chad Cole's wife doesn't like me. Well, <laughs> you guys, you guys have people. I I didn't know you guys had so much contact with these players. Parents. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's no, weird. they 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 find it. Yeah. Now, see, now I feel left out that parents aren't getting mad at me. It's like, but I've been mean. Like, why is it Ian Desmond's dad on me? Why is he got on the whole? Like, yeah, the parents coming after after your projections. Yeah, I want like Ian Desmond's dad. I don't know what his name is. We'll just call him Desmond Desmond. Uh, I want him to get mad at me now. It's like I feel left out. I'll create some burners for you. I'll attack you, Dan. (laughs) Yeah, this is important. See, I could never use a burner Twitter because. It'd be like about it would take about five tweets before I start confusing which one is which and 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 the gig is up. <laughs> Go full uh, Kevin Durant. I, yeah, I don't I don't I don't have the discipline for uh, a secret identity. We'll just quote tweet your zips projections and send them to all the parents. Start tagging them. Yep. <laughs> Except or for people, do that. people yeah. will take a bad projection and like tag like their parents with the projection or their or the player. It's like it's like, dude, what the hell? I mean, that that doesn't hurt me. It's just being a dick to a player. Like, these people say you suck. It's like, oh, you're the one who's being mean. I didn't. I don't. I don't go to you know Colin Holderman and say, hey, did you see your projection? You suck. I mean, what kind of psycho does that? <laughs> yeah, I know. I have attempted to do it. Oh, uh, Max Cranick. Max Cranick was another one for me. Where's he on your list? Oh, he's way down here. 0.5 war for Max Cranick. He's way down here. I'm just I'm just opening that up. Yeah, we're at McDonald's yeah. now. We left Applebee's. Yeah. No, I think I said something like I, I think I just tweeted like the thing about Max Cranick is that he sucks. <laughs> okay, well that was that was better than any of the projections, so <laughs> Yeah, Zips does like him less than uh, Steamer, but is Steamer projecting him as a reliever? Because a lot of these minor league starters, Steamer will give them a projection as a reliever. And that knocks off about half a run. I'm actually looking at that now. Steamer. Pittsburgh. Picture. Uh, No, I need to see the Steamer. 600. Uh, It has Kranich. At six, yeah, at 65 innings of 65 games as a reliever. Uh, so you can actually add kind of half a run or so. So Steamer and Zips yeah. are probably on the same page for that. Yeah. I could actually give you his relief projection if he was used as a reliever, which would be kind of a waste for any prospect at this point. Uh, as a reliever, Zips gives him an ERA of 425, which is actually a little better than Steamer's projection. Yeah. So, so blame Jared. Don't blame me. <laughs> yeah. So, if Cranick were a reliever, he'd have the you know sixth best ER in the team. Yeah, but it, but a total waste to to use <laughs> any. I don't think anyone who you have as a prospect who's a starter, unless you're sure they can't start, 
for some reason based on injury or or pitch repertoire. I, I I think you give him every opportunity that you can to start. Actually, let's let's do that for one player. So Johan Oviedo okay. as a starter and as a reliever. I think he's probably like the most intriguing part of that sense. Like he's gonna obviously probably start out as a starter, right? But I think a lot of us feel like he is a reliever. Yeah. Hold on, Zips is auto saving, which is okay. Oviedo. Okay. 36-22. That's the start. Uh, Zips, uh, as a reliever, has him uh, with an ERA of 3.62 uh, as a full-time reliever and uh, ERA of 4.44 as a full-time starter. Which, I mean, that isn't bad at all. No, as I mean, as a reliever... If he was going to be a starter and give that, I'd be okay with it. Yeah, and it's a useful yeah. fallback position if it doesn't work out. Um, yeah. I'll make him, I think, what, the second best reliever on the team if he was a reliever? Uh, Robert Steve, to... yeah, Probably third. Robert Steve. Again, Steve's I mean, the bar, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Bednar, obviously. Yeah, the, uh, the thing about Robert Stevenson is... I know he was a pirate last year, but I have zero memory of that. Uh, obviously, it's, it seems to have been better, but it, it always happens that there's like a player on a team that you have just zero memory of them being on that team. Yeah, he actually, I mean, he performed well for the Pirates, actually. Yeah, he did. I'm, I'm looking at it now 12 strikeouts per game. Did the Pirates fix him? I don't know. Uh, you I mean, know how the Pirates maybe. fix pitchers? I mean, he was an interesting prospect for a long time. He did have some success uh, as a reliever in you know 2019, 2021. And um, then he went where? He went to Colorado. <laughs> but for some reason, Colorado hasn't been as bad at. Well, I mean, at he's actually he's, good in Colorado. Yeah, but but oh. but Colorado actually like finds starting pitching now, which is really really weird. Uh, but they can't find anything else. They get shipped all the dead balls now. <laughs> Gotta save these ones for the New York Yankees. Oh uh, yeah, that's that is as, as I said that that is a big story. Depending on what comes out about that, huge. I mean, I mean, I guess the only the only silver lining for baseball is they are that incompetent that they could have done this accidentally. Uh, most other leagues, I would not have bought it, but. I mean, you can tell me like they gave all they gave Yankees games these these better hitting baseball and say, yeah, MLB is stupid enough to have done that accidentally because the whole <laughs> way they've handled this ball thing. And I'm telling you, uh, you don't see it as much publicly, but players and front offices have been so frigging pissed about the balls and the uncertainty of the equipment and and, and how that has sh shaken out. Uh, it is a very sore sus subject on a lot of for a lot of people, uh, so it's really interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, By the way, the draft lottery is going on right now. Oh yeah, it's eight forty four. The 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 uh, the Reds got the number seven pick. They were the fourth, so they've they're unveiling the top six right now. The Pirates are going to be in the top six. Okay, well. Lisa Tank wasn't for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get number one overall pick again, baby. 
And then the number one overall pick is the Yankees somehow. <laughs> well, I think like, the uh, the Red Sox have. Oh no, the Red Sox are bet are fourteenth. Yeah, I see them now. It's actually been pretty close to the order. Uh, 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8, 5, 4. Yeah, so, top three. Top so, the 13, three. so the 13th team is still out there. Oh, nice. All right, Rangers number four. Okay. Interesting. All right. Um, Ooh, yes, I don't know. Like Anything else? It's... As far as zips goes, nothing else really intrigues me to really dive into it. No, there's something actually like important going on right now. Yeah, but <laughs> it's also gonna be like two days later when this is aired. That's true. This is gonna air in two <laughs> yeah, days. But right like, now. Still, we got live reaction on the. If this on was the live, it would be different. Video. But <laughs> did they really get number one pick? We got number one, number Are one overall serious? pick. Let's go. Are you serious? They're rigging it for the Pirates, baby. The balls are Let's finally going go. in our favor. Hey, the Pirates can screw up a number one pick. You guys know this. No. That no, we've happen. never done that. We've never done that. There he goes, raining on our parade again. He wasn't the number one pick, but is, is Daniel Moscos old enough now to have a kid in, the, in college? Right, I'm done. <laughs> He's another guy I've interacted with on Twitter quite a bit. <laughs> For like, so Nationals number two, Pirates number one. All right, interesting. I, I'm actually surprised that Moscos did not get another attempt in the majors after 2011. Well, he seemed to have like kind of found his groove as like a lefty reliever. I mean, who 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 has an e- who finishes with an ERA under three at age 25 and isn't like injured permanently? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he didn't strike out guys, but I mean, you could. I mean, his ERA is better than a lot of Hall of Fame pictures. Yeah, I mean, his career ERA is two nine six. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. I'm kind of surprised that he never got another chance in the majors. I mean, he did continue to play AAA. God, I love that they brought the draft lottery. I love how Charrington comes out for the like to celebrate the number one pick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I like the name Charrington because it sounds like like a butler on a kid's TV show, like uh, an anthropomorphic couch that would be like on Pee Wee's Playhouse. Here's my chair. It's Charrington. <laughs> Hello. I sit on me, Pee Wee. Okay. Oh, man. I'm going to need I'm going to need a, uh, a gif of Charrington walking out. Fist bumping for that first overall pick. I, I guarantee it's already out there oh, right now. Man. That, that's that's great television. Where's Stilo? Stilo has it already there. <laughs> Anyways, the Pirates number well, one so, pick. Hey, thanks for the good luck, Dan. So we who trashed would, the Pirates enough tonight that? So do you guys have any pick. thoughts about who you would like them to take with the number one pick? You know what? I haven't had enough, I haven't had a chance to do enough research on it. I was thinking a lot of college bats. good players. Yeah, good like a good player. Take the good players and don't don't draft the bad players. And don't draft a middle reliever. That that one too. Yeah, don't do that. I mean, there's there's gonna be you are gonna have a pretty good college pitcher available there. Hopefully, that Chase Dolander, Dolander or whatever from Tennessee. <laughs> it's 
kind of hard to tell before you know the whole college season. Happens. But like he's been really, really good, and uh, I mean, we could use a, a pitcher. So I don't. Know, but that's that's nice. It's always nice to be number one. I guess if you're going to be top three, I'd rather be one than three. See, I I like Max Clark because he looks like Tanner Boyle from Bad News Bears grown up. Who would you take number one? Hmm. I don't know. Um, I know that generally speaking, Dylan Cruz has kind of been the more popular one, but there are some interesting guys out there. It's probably a little too soon, and I'm not right. as much of a prospect hound as some of my uh, colleagues are. Uh, but it, but it is it is interesting to kind of peak at this point. Right. It's just going to be a while until we know who should be picked. I do, yeah, hope the, I do hope the Pirates go for upside rather than like a lower ceiling, higher floor player. Like, like they you did. Don't, you don't want Henry Davis. Right. It's going to be interesting, like their whole strategy. Are they going to do that again? Because the players stink. Go best of player. I don't know. Who knows? We'll find out. We have a whole year now to talk about it. Well, I guess not a full year, but we got six, seven months. Is this the year that will be college heavy because of COVID? Or is it next year? I mean, I'm looking at Baseball America rankings, and the top three right now are college. But that's also, like, we haven't had a whole – I mean, anything could happen with those high school kids between now and then. Yeah, so somebody asking you who you would take, I'm really putting you on the spot for something that, that makes yeah. no sense to ask for another six months. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Well. All right. Thanks for the good luck, Dan. Did Appreciate I give you guys good luck? I don't know um, if it's a good luck yeah. time at all. I'll put yeah, it this I, way. I got the first pick. Maybe. <laughs> like, in theory, yes. But the pick hasn't been made yet. Uh, so, I may not have given you luck, but I might have given you Applebee's. I'll, you I'll you might get me. some good jambalaya pasta or something. There you go. You can go to the neighborhood. You won't get poisoned. <laughs> I said <laughs> probably. Probably. Oh, yeah, that's right. You don't want to guarantee it. because <laughs> No absolutes. Yeah. Nothing's an absolute in life. Like 80th percentile, <laughs> you won't get poisoned. Right. Yeah, there's, there's a chance, but it's a small one. <laughs> Projected not to get poisoned. <laughs> well, Dan, honestly, though, I do appreciate you coming on. We have a blast every time you do. Yeah, we Even always have fun. Thanks for, having projections. Me. Thanks for having me on, guys. Hope I wasn't too odd. I can be a little odd. No, you're wonderful. Yeah, thank you, Dan. Thanks. And uh, we'll see you guys later. Bye-bye. Thanks,